Welcome to our 2023 NFL mock draft coverage here on Forward Progress. Today, I am drafting for the New Orleans Saints. I'm going to go over what they've done so far in the offseason, their team needs, and then we'll go through a mock draft as if I was in these shoes to be making the picks for the Saints this year. If you missed the first part in this entire series, I did the Dallas Cowboys yesterday. Be sure to check that out right here on the Forward Progress channel. And of course, if you do like what we do, smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, get notifications as I will continue to post these mock drafts leading up to the NFL draft on April 27th of this year. Now, first and foremost, got to understand where the team is at going into the year when you decide what you're going to do with the draft. And the Saints think that they're contenders. They went out in free agency. They signed Derek Carr to a lengthy deal, or let's say, you know, a lot of moolah in that deal overall. They made some other smaller moves. Brian Edwards, Jonathan Abram. They shored up their defensive line, or at least they think they did, with Kalen Saunders and Nathan Shepard from the Chiefs and from the Jets. I still think that they're lacking depth there altogether. But this is a team that in the NFC South, competing with the Falcons, the Panthers, the Bucks, They think they're going to win the division. They think they have a shot to compete. That's why they went out and they signed Carr. So we're not going to punt the draft. We're drafting players that we think are going to help them win right now, overall. Let's take a look at their roster headed into this year with what we know so far. Wide receiver, Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, Rashid Shahid. Obviously, you don't know what you're going to get out of Michael Thomas. It's a pretty solid three altogether. Shahid was great out of the slot last year. They still have Traquan Smith as depth as well. They did lose Marquez Callaway in free agency, but not a huge position of need at the moment. Offensive line, Trevor Penning, who they drafted out of Northern Iowa last year in the first round. Great at left tackle last season, or at least solid, I would say. Ryan Ramchick at right tackle, pretty solid himself as well, a former first-round pick. It's the interior of that offensive line. Cesar Ruiz, Eric McCoy, Andrews Pete. That has been a problem for them. If a guard or a center becomes available at a value spot, definitely will be looking to shore up the interior of the Saints' defensive line, especially with that high-paid quarterback behind them now. Uh, Jawan Johnson, Adam Troutman at tight end. Obviously, they can utilize Taysom Hill in some capacity there as well. Derek Carr at quarterback, Alvin Kamara, Jamal Williams, who they signed from the Detroit Lions uh, as an unrestricted free agent. No issues there. So mostly on offense, we'd probably be looking uh, at the interior of that offensive line and potentially some depth receiver as well, as that never hurts. Defensively is where... I think the Saints need to make some big improvements if they want to compete uh, in the NFL this season. They lose Marcus Davenport in free agency, signs with the Minnesota Vikings, 26 years old. Sack numbers weren't great last year. Pressure numbers a lot better. David Onyemata signs with the uh, Atlanta Falcons as well. Those are issues on the defensive line. Like I mentioned, They tried to address these in free agency through some signings. Nathan Shepard, defensive tackle, 29 years old, comes over from the Jets, Kalen Saunders. They're plugged into starting spots right now. They're fringe starters, and there's definitely some room to upgrade there. 
at defensive end, Cameron Jordan is not an elite level player anymore. The entire defensive line could essentially use an upgrade. Carl Granderson, solid last year, but there's just not enough 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 depth in this organization altogether. A big issue for them last year as well was at corner, particularly with injuries. Um, players are missing time left and right over the course of the year. Marshawn Lattimore was out a bunch. Bradley Roby didn't hold up coming over from Houston. Paulson Adebo didn't have a good year. I think this organization could use uh, a corner, maybe two as well, unless they're counting on these guys to just return to their form from previous years. But, I mean, that's always scary. So interior of the offensive line for me is a big one where I would say that they definitely need to address that. Defensive line across the board, whether that's an end, interior, I think that would be pretty big for them. And then, of course, corner as well, which I talked about. That's not to say we can't draft people from other positions. Certainly can. But those are the biggest areas to address. We'll do our same mock draft that we did with the Cowboys using Pro Football Focus, pff.com. So the Saints are not picking until 29th overall in the first round. Going to leave the same settings. Seven picks. We'll start slow just so I can see the early draft picks. But for the purpose is of keeping this consistent, we'll enter the draft using the same picks. Carolina on the clock. We'll get this started right away. And again, very, very, very unlikely that I'm going to be trading up. The Saints still need too many pieces to trade up. So that's very unlikely. Bryce Young again, first overall. Stroud again, second. Will Anderson this time goes third. And Anthony Richardson ends up going fourth. So we'll go through the top 10 here. All right, there's our fourth quarterback, Will Levis. So it seems like the Raiders always landing a quarterback in the draft. And we'll pause right here at number nine. Increase the speed to fast. And we will sim to our 29th pick for the New Orleans Saints. Cowboys ended up taking Bijan Robinson at 26th. Yesterday, we went interior defensive line. Say Flowers a pick ahead of us. So 29th right now. Uh, PFF has identified the same exact needs that I have. So we're, we're on board with that. Um, I think these are glaring weaknesses. Guard, center, D-line, corner. All right. 29th here. Doesn't seem like anyone has dropped. You could go edge rusher. That's fine. We're not getting a ton of value out of it with Will McDonald. Average draft position around 35. We'd be taking him 29. It does fill a need more so than anyone else around here. But there are two trade proposals. Seahawks at 37 would be interesting. So they'd be trading Denver's pick. What would it take to get 37 and 52? To offer a package of picks 
to get 37 and 52. Rejected right away. Uh, doesn't seem like that's going to happen. So let's see if we can take on a few more picks instead. Okay, Seahawks like that. And because the Saints have so many needs to fill, I don't mind collecting more picks with them. So we'll resume the draft till we get to 37 here. And we're going to be in a very similar boat, which, again, Tanner McKee, we're not drafting a quarterback in this spot with the capital that they gave up for Derek Carr in terms of monetary amount. Um, Emmanuel Forbes is interesting here. You got a couple edge rushers on the board, but a little bit ahead of where they would typically be drafted. We have the Raiders and Panthers picking before our next pick of 40. The Raiders could potentially go with Emmanuel Forbes here. So that's a little bit concerning because they do need help in their secondary. Let's see what the trade offers are as well. I don't mind moving down again. So this would be down to 42, Cleveland's pick, which is with the Jets right now. What do we have to do to get... Could we get 42 and 43? Potentially. So let's offer this package, 37-41 for 42-43. Rejected. So that's not going to happen. Maybe we look for another draft pick next year with a late round pick this year. Let's try this one. Okay, the Jets are being pretty stubborn with this one. Um, not in love with trying to keep negotiating with them. Packers at 45. Let's see if they're willing to give up these two picks to move up eight spots. They are. Much better. See you later, Jets. Let's resume here. Okay, so we did lose Emmanuel Forbes to the Raiders, which is fine. It was a risk I was willing to take. And again, I'm fine to continuously trade down if there's no valuable players here. At some point, we're going to have to take some players, um, especially with a couple edge rushers on the board. But our next pick is at 45. We might lose out to the Falcons at 44 on one edge rusher. I mean, any, anything can happen here. But let's see what we can get in terms of additional capital, draft capital. Doesn't look like that's likely to happen unless we uh, throw in a later pick. Let's see if I could throw in a trash pick and see what happens here. Okay, so again, we're moving. We're just stockpiling picks here for the Saints, which honestly, I love this for the Saints. Lots of positions to address. We had an edge rusher go off the board beforehand, but here we go. Okay, um, we have the next two picks. Man, I don't really hate going back-to-back -back edge rusher here. I don't. Um, this is like you lose Davenport in free agency. Cam Jordan's getting older. Let's see. Okay, BJ Ojulari, LSU. Great pass rusher altogether. Compares to Aziz Ojolari, younger brother of him, of course. Ojolari, um, Aziz, when he was healthy last year, played pretty well. That's one option. Felix Anudike Uzoma, 
from Kansas State. I'm notoriously terrible with names. Apologies if I butchered that. Shades of Harold Landry. Great pass rusher. His first step gives tackles fits. Not a high-end athlete. I mean, we're in the middle of the second round here now. That makes sense. Decent both pass rushing and run defense. Uh, I think we're going to go ahead and do that. Um, who's going to get paid more? Slightly more for their contract negotiation. I'm, I'm just kidding around. Um, I like this. Ojulari, Anudike, Uzoma, Bing Bang. Great ads for the Saints, in my humble opinion. We have a ton of picks here in the third round now. I believe four. So, again, let's go through it, right? Um, we still have needs at corner, offensive line. Man, there's a lot of edge rushers available here. Um, I don't like to reach in terms of average draft position. So we really, we really don't have a ton here. We could look for future picks. So the commanders are interested in moving up to this spot. They'd be willing to give up picks in the future. Round three, round four, round five next year. I don't, I'm not so keen on just completely stockpiling them for this year. You'd have to cut a lot of players, put them on practice squad and whatever. So let's see if we could add future draft capital for the Saints as well. They have Carr signed under a contract for a while. Boom. So we'll get to our pick at 76. And I think this is where we're just going to... We, we're not going to risk the Rams taking Garrett Williams out from under us. Positional need at corner. I believe we took Garrett Williams with the Dallas Cowboys draft as well. Shades of Christian Fulton. Again, falling, torn ACL. It's a risk. Totally get it. Um, but seems like a, a valuable pick at this spot that fills a position of need. Garrett Williams coming to the Saints. Addressing this defense one by one. The question is, how many pass rushers is too many pass rushers? Andre Carter has fallen again, like he did in the previous draft. Nick Herbig has fallen again. When I say previous draft, I'm referring to the previous mock draft. Hendon Hooker, interesting. Getting drafted a lot higher than PFF has him ranked. Quarterback, utmost position of need. Again, let's see what someone's willing to give up. So Tampa Bay would move up. Future stock, let's stockpile some future picks. Couple of fourth rounders. Nope. Four and a five. And potentially a six. Let's see if we can. There we go. Drop back four spots. Didn't really have anyone that we were interested in taking there. And doesn't look like anyone did get taken that we were interested in. So now we have back to back picks. Um, I might, I'm, I might just do it. I might just do it. They say you can never have too many edge rushers. Andre Carter, shades of Max Crosby. We took him with the Dallas Cowboys in their mock draft. Needs to add some muscle. That's fine. I mean, we're getting a player that's been drafted a 69 average draft position at 82nd. PFF likes him even more. We'll go ahead and 
we'll make that the first pick, Andre Carter the second, and then decide if we want to use this. Nick Herbig is here. Darius Rush, maybe another corner. It's not, it's not huge value, but I man, I love addressing the defense for this team. We didn't get that interior O-line play, which is going to hurt them overall. Do we have a com comparable? We do not have a comparable for Darius Rush. So I'm just reliant on his stats. Don't know much about him, but willing to pull the, pull the trigger here. So we go edge rusher corner again. That's been our draft so far, edge rushers and corners. And now we'll see if we could stockpile some other positions as we go forward. Um, Tanner McKee seems to really drop in these drafts a lot. Now we're getting into like, okay, positional value. We have, uh, I believe Jameis is, is unsigned. He's still a free agent. Jake Luton is the backup there. Don't hate the idea of Tanner McKee here. I don't hate it. Let's see who else we have that's available. Picking 97th here. Yeah, I, I think we're going to go with the QB. Let's do a quick look at Tanner McKee, Stanford. Shades of Kerry Collins. Wow, that's a throwback. Pinpoint accuracy, footwork, and ball handling are very consistent in NFL ready. In consistent feeling collapsing pockets, that could be an issue um, with the interior of this offensive line. Average arm strength seems like a project, but I don't see a better option on the board right now. And this is pretty good value at this point. So let's go Tanner McKee and let's build him behind Derek Carr. Okay. 115th overall. <laughs> Could we go a third corner? Of course we can. Of course we can at this point. Uh, Jaden Reed, Michigan State, depth receiver. That's not a bad option there as well. I mean, PFF loves Travis Hodges Tomlinson. Loves him. 59th. I mean, the, age, the corners are aging here, right? With New Orleans. Lattimore, Roby, Adebo. How old is Adebo? He's fairly recently drafted, right? Like a couple years ago? Yeah, had to be. Bradley Roby is, his draft year's got to be like 2012, 2013, 2014. So this is, this is a tough one. Very small corner can get bodied far too easily. This is concerning. Nephew of Ladanian Tomlinson. It's good blood, good genes. Good genes. Other option was Jaden Reed. We're not picking again till 123. But there's wide receivers needed right behind us. This is the toughest decision I've had to make so far. Do we have any comparables? Not yet. Plays out wide mainly in the last couple years. I'm going to get another receiver for the Saints. Not a position of need. PFF will probably grade this poorly later. 
but I'm going for it. And we lost Travius Hodges Tomlinson to the Vikings at 119. We're on the clock at 123 right now. Our last pick of the fourth round. Um, Ivan Pace Jr. Seems to fit the bill in terms of um, draft value. Let's take a look at him quickly. We don't need a linebacker, although it's not like the Saints are overwhelmingly strong there either. Pete Werner's there. I mean, they're they're pretty decent with their starters. Demario Davis, I mean, he's aging though. He's probably been in the league for over a decade now. Ivan Pace. We're getting into the no comp players. He's coming off such a great year. We're gonna give we're gonna give him a shot. We're gonna give him a shot. Ivan Pace Jr., linebacker, Cincinnati. And now we wait. We're going down to 146. So we didn't address the interior of this O-line, which is unfortunate, but it just never lined up that way. And I'm not big on reaching for players. Um we could go depth running back here. Roshan Johnson from Texas. At 146. Don't mind that. Ronnie Hickman. Starting safeties are Tyron Matthew and Marcus May. It's not like we need immediate safely, safety help. Roshan Johnson. Very consistent grades. I mean, running backs are very much a dime a dozen, but let's throw one player in the mix. Alvin Kamara is not getting any younger. I know they signed Jamal Williams, but I don't mind late round picks on running backs. Round five, stretching it a little bit, but not anyone that stands out to me here as being a bona fide option. Could we trade down? Who Vikings want this pick? What could we get from the Vikings? Future sixth and seventh? Let's see if the Vikings will do that. No. No, no, no. And the Patriots at 165, what would they be interested in giving? Can they give a future 6th and 7th? Oh, maybe. No, they won't do 2-6. Let's see if they'll do a future 6th and 7th. All right, let's do that. There's no one there that stood out. We go down to 165. And <laughs> edge rushers galore in this draft. Interior defensive line. Jared Clark, Coastal Carolina. We know Eric Eager from Sumer Sports loves Coastal Carolina. Huge fan of the school. The Chanticleers. All right, we're doing it. Jared Clark fills a hole. Need on the interior of the defensive line. Add some depth. Round five, final pick there, or second last pick. And now we wait till number 227. Very, very interested to see how PFF grades this draft. Because we really improved our edge rushing, our cornerback play. The defense is undoubtedly better. But um, that interior O-line is still a pretty big weakness. So we get the late round tight ends. I'm not too um, interested in, a, uh, sorry, quarterbacks, late round quarterbacks. Not too interested at this point. Uh, we got a depth receiver, depth depth tight end. Will Mallory, interesting. Interior player, Cameron Young. 
Will Mallory. I feel like I've I've watched him play enough. I mean, those are not great numbers. This is what we're getting into with late round picks, though. Uh, Cameron Young, Mississippi State. Interior defender. Again, leaves a lot to be desired. Mix of A-gap and B-gap. We're going to go with Cameron Young. Just because I feel like it's such a big need on the interior. Reaching a little bit, but seventh round. Let's add some depth on the D-line. And we'll get our final pick at 257, which is probably a compensation pick, I guess. If I had to guess. Yeah. Compensation for what? I don't know. But let's see who we find on the board. I'm definitely not drafting a fullback. I'll tell you that right now. This is a struggle. Don't want to spend too much time on this one. Don't want to go another QB halfback. Let's go Nick Saldaveri. Because he sounds like a fellow Paisano. Nick Saldaveri, Old Dominion. Come on to the New Orleans Saints organization. All right, let's see how they grade this draft. It's taking a while. I think I might have broke their grading system with all these cornerbacks and edge rushers. There we go. Okay. Okay. A pluses on the edge rushers. Here we go. All them down the board. I mean, they think probably I could have got more value on these trades, but I think I'm good with that. Holy moly. We're at, uh, I mean, they didn't hate these late round picks either. Jaden Reed, Ivan Pace. A plus official draft. They didn't like the Nick Saldaveri. Fellow Paisano. Fellow Paisano. But overall, solid draft for the New Orleans Saints. A plus. Every team should hire me. Of course, this is what I do. I fix NFL organizations on the internet. I fix them on the internet. If you enjoyed this video, make sure you like it. Subscribe to the channel. Get notified of more of these going forwards. And of course, let me know what you would have done if you were in the same shoes. Did you hate any of my picks? Would you have done something differently? Hit the comments below. Let me know. This has been the 2023 NFL Draft, Mock Draft, the New Orleans Saints edition. <laughs>